Gotta stay hydrated, that's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Right, because we don't have the hole poked in to bend. Oh yeah. You gotta Just gurgle. Your water jug. Okay. Alright. Okay guys, well, welcome back. Um today we are here with Chris. Kylie. And Chris. and Chris. So they have an, they're Instagrammers. Um, you can find them at Adventures of Kylie and Chris on Instagram. Where are the platforms are you guys on? Um, that's also our website, adventuresofkylieandchris.com. Yeah, we just got it set up, so not too much content on there, but it's under construction. Yeah. So if you go there and it looks lame, just come back and yeah, a be while. our beta testers. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, right now we're currently in what is this? Tonto National Forest. Tonto National Forest in Arizona. Uh, we're in boondockings. This is our second day here. Um, up in the mountains. Up in the mountains. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Actually, third day. Like, third we got day? It. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because moving day, we, we usually don't count moving yeah. day as a day there. Yeah. But yeah, we got here pretty, pretty early. Mm -hmm. yeah, enough time to check out the cool pool and do a little exploration in the yeah in the tortilla rocks. flats area. no we're past no yeah we are in, yeah over near tortilla flats but they were closed like they're closed oh yeah we're yeah. further in october yeah yeah so guys sorry. tortilla flats is not open in january so don't try to go there yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Or um, if you do look like a park ranger and be low-key. Yeah. <laughs> well, the government is shut down right now, so we're not concerned about any problems. Yeah. But we did find some, like, really obviously spots to camp. There's a lot of um, like fire big... rings oh, and yeah. paths, so this is obviously an okay place yeah, to boondock. Our, our first spot was um, one with cell service. And magically, that place was packed with people that were in their cars, That's tents, like, and RVs, and horse trailers. Yeah, it was and like Apache horse semi trailer. trucks. And semi, semi trucks. Like little scamp. I mean, <laughs> this little. It was kind of like, like a skid row. Yeah. Desert, yeah. Like. <laughs> this little roundabout was just like packed. In, you see how so. everybody was just staring at us? Like, who that? <laughs> who's, I know, who's yeah. coming in? Who? It was like being in the hood, but like in Arizona. We're from, <laughs> in Arizona. We lived in Brooklyn for many for, years. Yeah. And years. we're used to that. Like, if you go into someone's hood, like, like they, <laughs> we're not used to that in a freaking desert. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. wilderness. Yeah, like so <laughs> we were driving up to the spot, and it's, it's in the desert, right at the foot of the mountains uh right before you started hitting the windy part of the mountains so it's a nice little flat spot and you know you drive in there's people living out of their cars suvs vans tents there's a couple other tents there's uh some semis some horse trailers um and it's just like packed in there the only places that aren't taken are the ones that are the mud pits in the middle and as soon as we were driving in, like, just picture this. It's like a 1982 RV and then a 1991 uh, Ford RV 
we're just like strolling in we're looking at everybody we're like over here in the older houses but just cruising through and everybody's just like staring at us it would have been staring at us crazier if we had like fancy i knew Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean you're like, not taking an a, an a class no, no, through that narcs. like oh, i think our events fit perfectly here in the industry yeah oh, they look yeah like they i don't even belong like here. yeah they belong here but like people are always shocked tell. people ask us what you have New York plates? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Over so here. you guys are from New York, and what the hell are you guys doing here? Just uh, right now, we're traveling. We're on, like, vacation mode, traveling to our next job, which is back in New York, up in, like, upstate New York. Or... Yep, we're coming from the Bay Area where we were working, so we made our way down the coast of California after working in the Bay Area for about three months. Check out months. the one. It's an awesome road. Yeah, the Pacific Coast Highway. And then we made our way down because we were chasing the warm weather. And um, we found uh, Santa Cruz. We found... What else did we find? Malibu. Malibu. Moving the Mugu Point, Point State before Park. Before the mudslides happened. Yeah, we, we got evacuated. We got evacuated from there. Then we made our way down to Huntington Point. Beach yeah. where... Some of our friends came in to visit, and then we went down to San Diego, and then we were heading, and then we went to Phoenix, because our friends were flying out of there um, on their last day of their little vacation, um, and going back to Ohio. that day, or the night before they left, I actually remembered that like one of my Instagram like followers and who I follow, the power couple critics, <laughs> um, that I knew, remembered they had all these desert pictures and really cool desert pic- pictures that I had liked since I started following them. Um, when I started, you know, when we started doing this whole RV thing or planning it, I started following all these Instagrammers, traveling. Yeah, just looking for cool people doing cool stuff like getting, we were. Yeah. And getting tips and. And but it's weird because, like, you never, like, really messaged me before or anything. No. You were just, like, a follower. Yeah. And, I mean, you were just like, hey, like, what did you say? You were like, oh. I was like, hey, do you have any recommendations, yeah, right? Like, this is your to... first time. Yeah. And yeah, I, we started talking back and forth. And then, like, this is before, like, everything happened, huh? Because right. you started coming and I totally forgot. I, don't, I thought I forgot to text or something. That's when we were coming back from well, Mexico. Yeah, too. she did. So I had messaged. So Christian and I are like the ones that do the Instagram. So we were in communication. I reached out to the Power Couple Critics page on DM. And I was just like, hey, we're going to be in your area. I noticed like these are where your pictures are tagged and stuff. You guys seem to have a lot of cool places that you've been. Do you have any suggestions on anywhere in Arizona or New Mexico? New Mexico? Because we're heading east. And we've never been to Arizona or New... Well, Chris has been to Arizona, but together we've never been. Yeah, and we're always looking for, like, low-key spots or, like, you know, the place where locals will go to grab food or hear music or... or boondock. Boondock or tips. Or weird, funky things, because I had reached out and... Yeah, roadside Christian was like, what do you like? What are you interested in? And I was yeah. like, weird stuff. Because <laughs> I, I remember she asked me, she's like, hey, um, these guys... And I'm like, okay, uh, what are they? I'm like... SUVers, van lifers, and they're and she's like, oh, they they drive an R an RV. I'm like, oh, let me see their RV. And she's like, okay, let me see if they have a picture of it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. I was like, okay, that's a pretty cool RV. I was like, okay, <laughs> well, hang. I was like, what, what, what do they like? And then she's like, I don't know. I was like, well, <laughs> ask them. Like, what do they like? And then we could kind of tell them like. Well, we can go. go see because I was like, there's a lot of different things and yeah. a lot of different... Depending on who you are, you yeah. like different Yeah, things. Yeah, there's like city, there's nature, there's 
suburbia, there's trailer parks, like yeah, there's Walmart, every single type of thing that you can that you want, you know. So we're like it's kind of broad, you know. New Mexico and Arizona have been our pretty much our homes this whole time out here in the on the west side, you know. So we kind of know a lot of it, but yeah, that's what that's what she asked me, and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I was like, you can tell I'm like, there's. Uh, Roswell, like Roswell, oh, yeah, really yeah. Has to be yeah, that was already on the list. Yeah. yeah, that is. But we were basically, I told Christian that we like weird things, and she was like, "Oh, like what?" And I was like, <laughs> "Like haunted things, alien shit, like just weird things that we, you know, that you know, superstitious stuff, like the world's largest garden gnome, yeah, or just like <laughs> random roadside attraction stuff." Um. So yeah, and then. She was like, oh, cool. And she sent me a list of things um, to check out. And then a few days later, I had asked her, like, where... Because I was like, oh, we're going to be in this area in Phoenix. And we want to, like, boondock or whatever. Do you have any suggestions? And then she actually called me or like she wanted she tried to call me on instagram but i had never did that before so we were, i just we sent her my number we were doing something, <laughs> we were doing something. We were roaming around looking for a place to park yeah oh. so um i just sent her my number and then she called me and she out of nowhere like literally she was just like the first thing she said was Hold like on. how Hold open on. are you guys <laughs> <laughs> okay so at that point you know, at, at the point that my wife is asking her how open-minded she is, um, we were, um, we'd been in Phoenix, uh, we have been in Phoenix, yeah. in my mom's backyard, uh, we just parked the RV in the back, and we'd just been kind of, uh, relaxing, we did come back from Mexico and everything, calm down, like, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. We had just come back from Mexico, um, and Christian had the bright idea of, like, putting it out to the universe before that she wanted to go to a movie festival. Well, she found this movie festival. It popped um, on my, in my Facebook. It wasn't that. It was the Chandler International Film Festival. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, that's Facebook cool. It's was like listening into your thoughts. Yeah. Just, like, right. Up. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, I contacted them. I'm like, hey, we're travel bloggers. Well, you guys want to hook it up and, you know, so we can have some fun and we'll document it. Well, like, it went down to the point, like, they wanted to us to do, like, a little documentary about the festival itself. So they gave us, like, the passes, the media passes and everything. Two days before. Yeah, two days before the event. So at this point, I'm like, fuck, I have, like, four passes, right? So I have... Kylie over here telling me, like, oh, like, what, what is there to do, you know? And I'm like, damn, they're full-timers, too. They have the time. So I'm like, I'm going to invite them, see if they're down. And that's how I was like, how, how open are you? you know, like, having time from time, like, and, like, experiencing new things and stuff, you know? So I'm like, hell yeah. So yeah. I told her, she was like, when do you need to leave? And I said, I think whenever we want. <laughs> when she's like, when do you need to leave the Phoenix area? And I was just like, whenever we want. And at that point, we were parked at a casino parking lot that they suggested to us. Uh, Shout out that to was Wild Horse Pass. Wild Horse Pass. Casino. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> you, um, we, didn't, we didn't get to see any of the rooms on the inside. We but... did eat your chilaquiles and we did use your slot machine. So we... <laughs> <laughs> we're consumed. Yeah. So we were there because they had suggested it to us. And 
Um, then they came out and met up with us the night of the opening for the festival. Yeah, that was the first like time two we hours actually before. met you guys in person. Yeah. Like, yeah, like two hours into before. the parking lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we're here. <laughs> yep. And Roll we were all dressed house. up. We were all dressed up because it was a red carpet event for the opening night. So we all, like... Looked all nice. Put on our fancy duds and, you yeah. know, prettied up a little bit and went out to the red carpet. Yeah. Well, before that, we had some experiences with, like, a really hilarious... It was, like, a series of, like, crazy events. Because we had been told by the Power Couple critics that the... Um, the founder of the international, the Chandler International Film Festival, wanted them us as a team for media, as the media team for him, to gather documentation of the, you know, the events of the festival. So the first one was a press conference, but we thought it was just about the festival, and we thought we were just going to be in the background, like getting like B roll footage. Shoot, yeah, shooting shoot yeah, people, yeah, asking questions, and photographers. Yeah. And we thought it was just going to be like the. I mean, I personally thought it was going to be like the mayor, like talking about it, and maybe like the founder of the festival, you know, talking about it, and maybe Chamber a couple of like. Yeah. But when something. we get there, there's nobody there <laughs> except, except for us. this like. We were the first ones there. Yeah. We were the first people there. And then like. We were like, oh man, I don't know if it's gonna fill up, and then yeah, really you tiny. guys are like, well, if it fills up, I don't know if there'll be enough room for you guys. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that's cool. That's we're gonna like, hang outside. Y'all need to get out of here if it gets packed. Yeah, so we were like, oh, we were pushing ourselves to the sides of the wall, like we don't want to be in the way in the for whoever shows up. And then we're like, what's going on? So then we see this like really interesting looking guy that looks like he might be famous or like from some kind of like thing. He yeah, was very spiffy looking. Uh, Chris, I don't Chris. know what his podcast is called. I K-Rad. forget right now. K Rad Radio. Yes. yes. So shout out to Chris. All we saw him for the first time, and he looked super fancy. Oh yeah, he did. He, I was just like, he's a good looking guy. I was like, and he had his um, official looking photographer camera. His like, camera crew. Ass camera. He had a it, camera crew of like one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They had it going on. They had lights. They were too legit, man. Yeah. yeah. So, then, so then we're sitting over here, the four of us, and then there's Chris and his camera crew, and then this, like, this lady that is working for the festival, she's like, all right, all right, all right. And then all of a sudden, we're just sitting there waiting for something to happen, not knowing what the hell's going to happen. And we're like, wasn't this supposed to start five minutes ago? The door opened. The back door inside. All of a sudden, it's Matt Walsh Dude, walking through Upright the door. Citizens Brigade. A comedian, actor. Deep from veep and all that so we're like what the hell is happening so then he sits down and he's like okay uh so what are we doing and we're well, all looking at each other. offers a swedish fish which i graciously accepted like those, yeah, those, yeah that was random yeah See, like and he fish. he came in on your guys's corner so i was on the other side of the room so i'm just like standing there and i'm like okay when's this gonna start who's gonna come in you know who's like the person coming in and yeah Matt Watch walks in, and I see all you kind of like looking at him. He walks in with his like Little assistant, <laughs> yeah, the assistant and the and the other assistant, and I don't know who else was with him. And it's like, oh, he just like sat down. He has a group of people with him, and we're like, okay, now things are happening. Like <laughs> everybody's like starting to move around. They're like, oh, well, we're gonna start this interview, and it's like, no, that's not good light over there. We gotta. 
put the light over here and it's like no just sit them there but then the banner is not going to come out in the background and they're like but the light is more important and we're so, like oh yeah yeah and then like Matt and Walsh, we're just sitting there we're just sitting there huh? like what the fuck is going on like and he just looks at us and he's like so do you have some questions prepared <laughs> and we're like mm-hmm. and, and mind so we, you, like, just, we like, just like, met you guys like two hours before like yeah. we had just like told him like what to do like b-roll help us out a little bit yeah. no i did not expect that at all like i was like afraid for you guys i was freaking freaking <laughs> out like like damn so like, like yeah i was feeling like i had to do like a presentation <laughs> yeah that i wasn't prepared for. yeah it's like you guys were all worst counting nightmare. on us to carry you through the presentation <laughs> right. in school Man, and then we get to school Man. and it's like oh wait we I didn't do it. Did you do it? No. I did mine, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it work, and and thanks to Wal- Matt Walsh and Chandler he was the Camber coolest of person Commerce ever. I think teaching us how to run a press conference. Yeah, and then we. <laughs> I feel like we could do I it if we needed stupid, to. Like all those questions, and then he gave us a shout out on his Instagram. He added us on Instagram. Well, you taught him how to do a story. Oh yeah, I told him how to do Instagram. Yeah, it was the stories. first time he'd ever done that. You so, taught Matt Walsh. It's like. He gives her his iPhone and it's like, here. Oh, yeah. Like, Mom. post this picture and video that you she just She was really took. super comfortable. Like, I was like, wow, she looked so comfortable. Like, she's like, oh, let me just show you. And she, like, rocked around the table and, like, grabbed his phone and was, like, doing it for him. So I was like, oh, she must have been doing this before. Like, she must have met some famous people. <laughs> no, never. Hey, sorry, Chris, that you were, like, just kind of left out. You were over there, like, <laughs> sitting in the background, just kind of, like, watching um no. just watching us no but um, then no then, yeah no chris uh, oh, the other chris oh K-Rad. yeah chris. yeah K-Rad, k-rad he was just like sitting there because they were both together like side by side doing the questions and then like he's like come here just wait 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 he's like come here christian's like okay i'll go help you post this and then chris is just kind of like sitting there Dude, watching I started everybody. Shaking. <laughs> i was like yeah. Oh, and the same phone from the movie from Under the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, he had it was his the pocket. same one. I was, I was used to. It. I, was I know. Like, I oh my that. gosh, crazy. <laughs> They, that like, is crazy. They, they didn't provide a prop. He's like, you know, I'll just use my real phone. It'll be yeah. more real. Yeah. He's probably, yeah, he's probably like in the movie. He's probably like actually checking his like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he was all there. like, oh what's gosh. going on around the world now? That well, now fun. he'll be like, he'll be in a movie filming Veeps and he'll be over there checking <laughs> Power Couple selfies. Critics. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where are they? Where are these all at? <laughs> it was really bizarre because no one else showed up. I mean, and the fact that. We were thinking, Chris and I, my Chris from Adventures of Kelly and Chris, um, we're thinking there's too many Chris's. There's Christian, there's K Rad Chris, and there's my Chris. There's a lot of good Chris's out there. <clears throat> yeah, Chris yeah. is a good name. We're call but, him Radio um, Chris. Radio, Radio Chris, Chris is going to be. RB Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a big old Chris. <laughs> but we were thinking that basically, like, if we hadn't been there and they hadn't been invited by the founder of the festival two days before, it literally just would have been K Rad Chris and, and that been it. his film his thing and it would have been you know the two of them which maybe i don't know but it was cool like we all came maybe together, that's the thing i don't know i thought press work. conferences were like a lot more so that was just my impression apparently, yeah. apparently the internet and all of media is represented by power couple critics <laughs> kylie and chris and k rad radio so we were basically scoop check us yeah. out us <laughs> and yeah. the other people who made the films we were the only ones promoting this festival which yeah. i think that we could help them do a lot better oh yeah totally. i know it's like if it wouldn't have been a two-day lead you know 
into this whole thing, like, I think we would have been able to do a lot more. But, yeah. It also made it kind of, like, interesting because you get to see it in its kind of infancy or it's still it's still grassroots. I mean, yeah. on the laminate, one of the it's sponsors is K-Rad, yeah, it's K-Rad Radio. So, like, all the people that are there are, like, they're passionate about it. They want to get it off the ground. And, like, it was like we were at one of the after parties mm-hmm. and the guy's like, oh, come check out my movie. And mm-hmm. then he ends up winning the movie for, what, yeah. like, Best Arizona Film or yeah. Experimental Film. So it's like, you got to meet a lot of cool people. It was a lot of networking for they, the filmmaking. They could have used more free food. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. Feed, yeah. feed, feed the people that are, uh, that are supporting. Yeah, At least some popcorns people. for the movie or something. Right? Yeah, that would have been nice. Well, the last night did have oh, really? free food. That was free. Oh, it- that the on last Monday, night. yeah. Oh, so the, the night at the, of, the closing the party, the, like, the gala after mm. party with all the bands, that was comp. But mm. so as you can see, our viewers care about free food more than the average person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we and live water. off. And if you guys can put toilets and showers out there, like it'd be, woo, <laughs> man. Well, all, all, all in all, Chandler was like a good place to yeah. park. We parked Chandler at the White was House, beautiful. Wild Cars Casino. So, we stayed so, the night at the library. So you guys cross the United States through the mid, through the pretty mid, much the center, mid, right? Yeah. Upper, yeah, like pretty much yeah. I-80, and then a few times, because the wind was so gusting from the south, we had to drop down to like a different route. Like and we, we drove did, the uh, America's Loneliest Highway, yeah, route, highway, route highway 50. 50, which was super beautiful and awesome. And we did that because the winds were terrifying, so... Yeah. Be careful in Iowa and Wyoming. Wyoming. Why? And Nevada. The winds are crazy. Oh, yeah. Um like there's just, yeah, there's just some big stretches where you're you're heading um, uh, you know, east west. New Mexico's like that, be careful. I yeah, know Texas New Mexico. Too. I mean, it's well, all crazy. Upper New Mexico. Mid New Mexico is not as bad, but it, it can still get pretty bad. Southern New Mexico, that one's pretty bad. The yeah. ten and I never like, realized how scary wind could be. Like, I was always knew to be afraid of snow, and I knew to be afraid of, like, really heavy rains and ice and all that. But I'm from Ohio and then then New York. Yeah. So I'm an Ohioan and a New Yorker. So I uh, never about knew about winds. winds. And, yeah. then, and then the, and then the, the dust storms. The Midwest and in the East, you've got a lot of, like... You've got a lot of terrain, like hills, some mountains, but a lot of trees and, like, foliage that just kind of breaks that wind. So, like, you know, it can be gusting, but you're kind of, you know, driving through a tree tunnel and you're all protected from the wind. But, like, out on the highway, you're just pretty much wide here in the open. Yeah. And we have those, we have this big sail of a RV. It's a 1991 Mini Winnie. So it's a box. Yeah. So it literally, when the wind hits it, it's like a sail. It just pushes it. Not the most aerodynamic. Yeah. Then our steering wheels are like the softest to maneuver. So you, any movement, you feel it in the steering wheel and you try to compensate for yes. it and you're just constantly like compensating so for it. So it's like you're constantly playing this game you're, you're where you're trying to stay in between the lane lines. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but when the wind's in there pushing you, <coughs> compared to driving scary. a car, how, how much more stressful or how much more of a toll does driving an rv put on you i would say 100 percent more <laughs> i'm so tense when i drive this thing Yeah, because not only is unless i'm in going like 30, 45 or 30 or whatever through a town or something i feel totally careful cruising on a nice like and if i'm on flat paved, flat road if i'm on a flat like shoulders. country road with no wind 
with no wind, <laughs> oh, no curves. Oh, just that, that long straight road. Just sunny, yes. no rain. That is what I'm like. And I always say it out loud. I'm like, you know what? This is amazing. I really appreciate this right now. Because the terror that you feel on the side of a cliff <laughs> yeah. going curves, switchbacks. switchbacks. Where these oh. markers tell <laughs> you like it's like no longer than 40 feet beyond this point, And all of these curves are 15 miles an hour. Like, or you just see like the squiggle road thing. <laughs> yeah, like, and then you're like, okay, here we go. Start, start gripping yeah, the floor with yes. your toenails and grabbing that steering wheel yes. to the point that your hands start hurting. sweating, sweating and, and cramping up. And you're like, okay, yeah. let's get on I'll these mas- curves. I'll massage your hands. She'll be like, oh my hands. <laughs> yeah, they get cramped Damn. up because, because you're just a like, full-time oh. RVer. Not only is it your vehicle and like your your house or your like living space. But it's your living space with all of your stuff. Like, everything, everything. Everything that you own is in here. and it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge risk to say, like, when you make that decision on the road, like, okay, I'm not going to drive at night because that heightens my risk mm-hmm. of losing everything or ruining oh, everything. Yeah. Or more idiots Night driving is, or like, animal, limited. You, know, you or, don't see that shit. Right. Yeah, and, you, like, done. weather and stuff, so. Yeah, weather... And, like, night driving is limited to, like, emergencies. Right. Like, unless you have to. If you don't have to, we don't. We do. No, no. We try not to drive at night. So, like... Get where you're going before sundown. In the past, like, six months, we've only driven at night maybe, like, three times. And they were all emergencies. Yeah, one was for an evacuation. Because of the mudslides. Another one was It was at midnight when they took you guys out? No, it was, like, 8. But it was... It it had been dark for, like, 4 hours. That's ridiculous. We were just jumping into bed, like... Oh. I'd I'd cut off the quiet hours. The quiet hours were at, like, 8 o'clock to, like, shut off the generator. (laughs) And there was this dude in a huge Class A, like, two slots down that had been, like, just running his generator, like, all day. (laughs) And was running it past quiet hours. And I hear somebody over the loudspeaker... And like, haha, the ranger's giving him like shit for, you know, running his generator. And then like all of a sudden, like, it's like I hear evacuate and I'm like, oh, wow. what? And pop out of the rig. And, and I just start, I just am like shut down. I'm like, I cannot drive right now. And so Chris. Dude, it was drove. raining. Like I popped out. I'm wearing my like alien pajama <laughs> pants and my like boots. Just like grab the stuff, throw it in. And dude, yeah. we were the first people out of the park. Oh, yeah, you guys are fat. We're easy, like, our stuff. Dude, being we small can, has its advantages. Yeah, like, we can drive away really easily. Yeah. The granted, we got a little bit of, like, didn't dirt have our and rocks, but, out. like, yeah, we didn't have our awning. But Yeah, like, the awning not being out yeah. and the chairs not being out, yeah. just, boom, you can just turn on and go. Knock anything that's going to fall off right. onto the ground and then well, take off. I put off. everything into the, the sink. sink. Yeah. In the sink. Yeah, you guys have a bigger we'll sink than we do. In. Yeah, but like, and then the other time that we drove in the dark was, um, we like we were working at the pumpkin patch in the San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, our generator had gotten stolen, and so we didn't feel safe at the lot anymore. Someone had literally like gone in there and stolen our generator, and so we were like, you know what, we're leaving. So they they had to close the pumpkin patch a day early, 
and our supervisor was driving us to another place and she was like follow me in her like little car little sporty and i hadn't driven in the dark like two, in two freaking door california like, oh so i'm like driving the rv in the dark in california on the highways in california when they drive like 90 and, miles an hour and man, i'm just over there in the slow lane like, like yep I'm right here <laughs> <laughs> y'all can go fuck yourself i'm not going <laughs> yeah, you oh, man, we, got, we got warning lights on the top you can see us we're big yeah. <laughs> we're big we move but as i fast did as we move. i did okay but it's yeah. just not the ideal i i'm always like okay where when is sundown when where we're going okay. i google it i'm like all right sundown is 4 50 we got to be there by 3.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. just in we, case we anything ever, happens. We never checked that, huh? We nah, checked the elevation. We, we usually check the elevation mm-hmm. um, because of our carbureted RV. <laughs> yeah, you're normally carbureted. <laughs> yeah, so um, we check that, and then we usually... I take off knowing that I have, like, four or five uh, days, uh, hours of light before, you know, um, we have to be there, so... Do you guys add time on to your, like, when after you calculate, like, yeah, the route? So add, like, once I look two? at the route, if it's, like, through a city, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing the speed that everybody else is going to be doing. So I don't, I, I can leave that as accurate as Google, as Apple Maps wants to. Um, and then if we're going to be doing, like, a drive out here, I zoom into the road, and as soon as I start seeing squigglies, I start adding on, like, an hour for yep. for every, like, hour that they add on there so because i know that speed limit might be a lot faster than what i'm gonna be doing oh yeah (laughs) so that's where i add on time um when i'm out on open highways like i know i can do 75 in mine and no problem so i i leave that to to that but whenever it's like slowing down and going up elevation that's when i start worrying because i'm just like oh crap and never notice how much how many hills or how high in elevation you end up on like the further i'm guessing east you go you guys are much higher elevation um well yeah it goes low in the middle it's like flat pennsylvania's got some some mountains through it like if you cruise through there like going through new york has the mountains upstate um yeah when we went uh like the first when we when we left to go full time, the first place we went was this uh, music festival up in Ithaca, and it's all these like lakes, the Finger Lakes that were carved by glaciers. Oh wow! But like through carved through the rock and all this stuff in in New York, but coming down to the lake to get to Ithaca, you're some coming very down some steep, steep grades. And I had never driven the RV in that steep of like a mountain situation. And I was just, I did not, I had also not really just been using downshift downshifting and, and stuff. I didn't know about that. Break. So I'm coming down this hill and there's a stop sign at the bottom. Oh, and man. I'm and like, we didn't know about it. Like you couldn't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm coming down and I'm just like pressing, like tapping on the brakes. And then I start pressing on the brakes because I'm like, it's not slowing down. Yeah. Time. And mind you, this is after I experienced what I had told you about. My brakes going out before we got new brakes and oh I was like gosh. traumatized by that so I'm like oh my god like so then it, it finally I get it to stop I kind of go sideways and just like it stops and the the brakes are smoking and oh. smelling like crazy yeah luckily we get, we had just like, gotten new brakes but like we were also 
we were a lot more loaded down than we are now. Yeah, we, we had, had a bunch of stuff. We had stuff that we were bringing to, uh, like, oh. give to my family, drop oh, off yeah. to friends Do you guys in weigh your RV, like, when you guys travel? We haven't. We've got, like, the, what what okay. it was when we got it, and then the amount of stuff that we've torn out of it has yeah, been... Yeah, we've torn out a lot. Yeah, because, like, it yeah. had metal blinds and all, a whole lot of wood. Like it had like wood, wood, wood framing every window, just big planks <laughs> yeah. of wood framing the windows. It had this heavy, disgusting old carpet that we tore out, but we did add a subfloor and vinyl. But so we had a we had a chair where you guys were sitting that was like an all. Uh, it was I don't know if it was straight steel or iron, but it was. It looked like an office chair, but the thing must have weighed 250 pounds. Really? It was... And yeah, like, they're the We old, just shed that and it felt ones. real good. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah, so you... We travel pretty light, I think. Um, it, The RV, we're lucky we have, like, the same engine as you guys, the same axle, same weight of everything, because we have a, the same um, weight capacity. Uh, van's just older, but... Uh, you know, ours being 20 feet, it, it handles more like an SUV. Mm-hmm. Like and a big not, SUV, like as, a big van. wide, you've got a... Yeah, a I, I am... It's bigger Yeah, I'm back. like a foot um, less wide than you guys. So, it makes it feel a little more narrow and everything. But, yeah, I think <coughs> this is like the perfect setup that you guys have. That This would be as wide as I would go and as long, this 24 feet with the bed in the back. And a bed on top and everything yeah. that you need in here. It's That was really, <laughs> um, for me, I just wanted my bed to be down, like, all the time. Definitely yeah. a dedicated, like, place to, like, this is where I sleep. And also, like, I'm a big, like, hang out in my bed, like, have a day, like, one, at least one day a week where I just lay in my bed all day and watch movies and read or play games, play games or whatever. Yeah. And I like to hang out in my bed, so... I want it to be super soft and super comfortable. And, like, all these RVs that we've looked at when we were shopping for RVs, the bed was, like, a couch and then folded down to a bed. But yeah, it was not comfortable. Never comfortable. It was like, like I knew my back was going to have a problem. And I'm way too old to be sleeping on like uncomfortable shit. <laughs> yeah, something. it's like you've learned how not to suffer. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know what counts. Yes. And how about you guys? You guys got the... They sleep the, on the overhang, the overhang, right? Yeah, so... Same thing with her. Um, our first choice of RV was going to have the bed on the on the bottom because that's what she wanted. But when that was sold from under us and we had already driven nine hours, we were yeah, like... Yeah, you were you on know, your way. You were actually on your way. You were like, you know, we're coming to pick yeah, up the RV. Yeah, we were an hour away from there. On getting it. It was a 10-hour drive and then we're an hour away and, and the guy sells it from underneath us and then like blocks us. On Facebook, yeah, like and rubs, still, it, rubs it in your yeah, face. Yeah, they still puts ha ha. <laughs> wow, we were like, uh, I hope that guy gets his karma. Yeah, right. hope your tires blow out, and yeah, you're ended up on the side. <laughs> of the... He was like an arts guy. He was like a gymnast. Da- a gymnast. <laughs> I was like, what a dick. Wow. But um, <laughs> then we found this one, and it had a small bed, but I could see the plans where I can make it into a full size bed, which we were already used to in the van. Um, and we already had, so we could just take that from the van and put that in there. So we got that. And when we came back, I just cut out the wood and everything and made the platform for the bed to fit, uh, yeah, a full size mattress. And now we don't, 
really hang out. Like, if somebody's going to hang out out there, it'll be her with her phone. And that'll be about, like, it. I usually go up there to sleep and then come down once I'm, I'm not sleeping anymore. Um, but, yeah, we would have loved our bed on the bottom, but... Does it stay cozy up in the overhang? Does yeah, keep, it does stay... Yeah, it does stay a lot warmer up there. Like you put a sheet over to, like... I have to... Close it in? Or I should. I really yeah. should. If I if I did that, like, that would... be so much better. Make it so much warmer. And then also, if you put some, like, thin pillows against your windows, mm. so that that cold... You know? Doesn't yeah. yeah. We want to get some like reflectix and put it over the up there. As you can yeah. see, if you look in our back, we put up our like some blankets. Your blankets, window. yeah. I know we like we put up blankets. our blankets yeah. Yeah. last night on our living room. And then we window closed off the bedroom. <laughs> it definitely with a helps sheet. insulate. Oh, okay. So it was just in there, like all boxed in our heat. Okay, so from people <laughs> that have driven across the U.S., what state or city do you feel? You were the most comfortable in in an RV your size. Uh, Brush? In, like, the Pawnee grasslands? Yeah, in Colorado, definitely. Okay. And so far, I think Arizona. Yeah, in Arizona here. I think Colorado and Arizona are pretty, very RV friendly. Yeah. There's a lot of places you can just park. And then also, everything, they have, everything's spread out, so, like, everything's big. So, like, if you go to a Walmart, huge parking lot. If you go anywhere, the parking lots are huge. But in cities like California and, like, basically in the cities in California that we went yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it's where really we were impressive living. to try to, like, get around and, like, find a place to park. So there would be tiny little parking place, lots. You oh. can't park there overnight. Even just going to, like, a laundromat. There's, like, 80 laundromats in your area. We one day we, like, we drove around to, like, 10 like, laundromats. Just, like, single parking could not get in oh, then there was no street shit. parking oh yeah fuck. so oh man yeah that's california rough. is not kind at least well we can say only that the bay area the bay area and LA. the la area are not yeah. kind at all to our <laughs> but did you have other cities in california that you felt a little better visiting oh, yeah. Yeah. like santa cruz near the redwoods like we stayed at the santa cruz redwoods park like there was a lot of parks and they weren't too expensive um, also up um, by the national parks, um, by, by by Tahoe and by Yosemite, we stayed at the Don Pedro Lake Project. Yeah. I think it's Don Pedro or Don Pablo, but it's a whole <laughs> like series of uh, like parks and lakes that you can stay at for, I think like 20 bucks for a full hookup. Uh, oh. Less for like primitive sites, yeah. and they've got like kayaks you can rent, uh, oh. rivers, fishing. And there was Sonora, right? Was that the one where we went to the abandoned mind and the legends bookstore thing? Oh yeah, we were coming through. <laughs> There's some cute small towns yeah. in Northern California and like going a little bit east. Yeah, like kind of coast. northeastern near like, where is it? It was like. Tahoe, El Dorado National Forest, and Yosemite, all up along that line. Was... There was that one with the weird K name. What was that? Um, I can't remember. But, uh, we've yeah. Been, we've been it's... a lot of places. But, yeah, no, yeah, we've been all over, but this is why I need to keep my journal. Yeah, a lot, of, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of nice windy drives, like, through, like, orchards and farmland. Uh, not too much traffic. And, yeah, a lot of places. Sounds like an amazing time. Yeah. So that's where we Would were. you guys recommend this to everyone? 
Oh yeah. I mean, well, not to everyone. The RV life, or I don't think that everyone can handle for it. RVers. <laughs> you guys move fast. They move super fast. I think they kind of move like the same speed we do, which is super awesome. But but we don't move too fast. It's like it's like an interesting mix. Yeah. Like, well, we haven't traveled with them too much. But mm-hmm. if we were to travel, our pace of travel would pretty much years. match yeah, their guys. Their guys. Like, to like go somewhere and stay for a little bit and then move again. Yeah. So if we're traveling somewhere far, we enjoy having move days. So we'll have a move day back to back to back till we get burnt and then we'll stay one day and then gather and then move on. And usually that will be from like a Walmart from one town to a rest area in the middle of somewhere else that's roughly 100 to 200 miles away. And then, you know, the next day do the next leg and you just kind of ping off a bunch of different sites. To yeah, like get to a, a, free like sites, free camping yeah. sites. Um, We've traveled and stayed at, like, the Great Sand Dunes. We stayed by there, so we just went and, uh, we went there since we were traveling through there. And, yeah, we just like to pick certain places, but we don't like to move. There's some people that, like, move 500 miles a day, and I'm just like, I'm, no. you know, I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, that, Kylie? I can't, no, I can't travel not. that that rough. I can do that with the vehicle. Like, when we had our van... Like, I can move 24-7 because it's a lot smaller. Yeah. It's a lot less. And you're less stressed. Yeah, but when you're in an RV, it takes a lot from you to be aware of your house, the noises that your car makes. So you can't have the music too loud because you got to be listening to your RV, making sure that it's doing good. So when you're coming up these hills, we turn down the music. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I turn it down just a little bit so I can hear the engine and I know that like yeah. when I'm accelerating, it is accelerating, not I'm accelerating and the RV is not going anywhere, you know, like, yeah, you want to hear for that. And you're like, okay, you got to make sure that everything's running smooth. And then if you're hearing a different noise in the back, it's like, is something fall? Is something, is something making a noise? I feel something? like RVing is a hassle, but I think once you get to your destination... It makes it all worth it. Yeah. Because you can relax. Oh, yeah. Completely. You don't have to, like, you don't have to pull out. You don't have to unhook. You don't have to level it or, like, stake Mm -hmm. your tent. You're pretty much, you know, if you find, even if you find a spot that's not too level, like, you can kind of deal with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know if you were talking about if we would recommend our being to everybody or, like, right? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of people who, that wouldn't be worth it to them, you know? I just think it's a personality type. And yeah. that's why I think... People you, that like to travel. Yeah, and, like, the most interesting thing to me is that you guys are our first Instagram RV traveler people we've met. And we hope to be more, like, that's definitely why we opened our Instagram to the public and, like, are trying to, like, yeah. meet people and following people that have, like, similar interests because... If they're doing this lifestyle and doing this, we probably have a lot in common enough to, like, get along. Mm-hmm. And you guys have said you met a lot of people so far. And most people have been really cool. Like, you've not had really any negative Yeah, no. It, it almost feels like the followers that we've met through our Instagram are people that... Like, that's what I like about Instagram. Instagram feels like... They do all these hashtags and they get up after everybody, but what they're making is a community. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel what we've created, Power Couple Critics, like is it's a community that has everything that we like. Therefore, whoever likes this community pretty much likes what we like. Therefore, we're all in the same mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Power Couple Critics went from like us to being like just the name of this community and us being able to meet with you guys and being able to meet with... Uh, we've met with uh, Brian. What was his um, box, box truck or something like that? Yeah, and no. he was <laughs> like-minded. Also, he lived in in a old tool truck that he converted in his house, and he, he was awesome. He was driving around with his cat. You know, we <laughs> met other people that wish they were on the road. They wish they could travel more, but they're they're still willing. To they're give stuck you in the city or... and everything, and they're and they're and they were like, hey. I know I just saw well, you on the road. And then it's weird because, like, um, we have a friend down in Phoenix that he's a banker. Well, I get this message a couple of days ago, and it was this random guy saying that he met our friend, and he was getting a loan to buy an RV because he was trying <laughs> to do that. And our friend told him, like, hey, like, my friends are doing it. Like, they're Instagrammers. You should holler at them, mm-hmm. you know, and see what how they did it or what advice. So he contacted us, and he's like, oh, when do you guys want to go get coffee? Like, you know, they told nice. us about that. Yeah, like, and awesome. they were getting a loan, and, he, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, go go follow Power Couple Critics, you know? Yeah. So, like, now we're like... Because we can all learn from each other. Yeah. Like, everybody's story is helpful because especially if you're not a rich person like mm-hmm. yeah. we're not rich people like we don't we we're not independently wealthy we don't have some kind of trust fund or like <laughs> help from our parents who are like yeah go live your dream mm-hmm. like yeah, let no, me buy you this like, like $80,000 like uh, Mercedes Sprinter van and like <laughs> and whatever I mean, everybody's everybody's a newbie at some point in time yeah. like you so know. you guys you guys work to live instead of live to work, right? Right. Like yeah. that's exactly. that's how we look at it. We'll work a little bit so we can live yes. instead of like living to only work and mm-hmm. then thinking that in the future you're gonna be able to do something right when because, you know yeah, nothing's, nothing's insured. Yeah, nothing's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, and it is. I feel like a lot of people think that you have to be rich or have some sort of money to be able to travel, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like that's the case. No, like if it comes down to it, like me and Manny could survive with five hundred bucks a month. But that's the RV way of traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like to travel, I think this is a good way. Mm-hmm. Because you have your house with you. You can travel somewhere. You can find one of those storage units and pay them $75 a month to safely keep your RV in there. While you go do And else. while you can fly to another country. And if you have insurance on your RV, everything's insured. Everything inside has like a tag on it. So... Whenever something happens, like, you just claim it to your insurance, you get your stuff back, you get another RV, and you keep on going, you know? And mm-hmm. I think for people that travel, I think this is a good way of li- to live, to be able to travel, because you can live really inexpensively to travel as much as you can and work as, le- as little as you need to. And if you have money, well, props to you, like, yeah. we all yeah. be more fun, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah just <laughs> keep on going and not well, worrying about the fuel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and... That's that's the thing, like meeting other people who are being and, uh, you know, entrepreneurs out there and people who had great ideas and processes to like get to be able to be digital nomads like for real, because mm-hmm. these people are like able to have a 
like a right, high income. You know what I mean? Like a really decent income. But then compared to if they were living in a city where they would be paying eighteen hundred to like three thousand a month for rent only, yeah. then all the other expenses. And then all the other expenses. And then they're making that same salary in an RV where they their expenses are so much lower. They're like literally rich, you know. Yeah, they can. So make that's kind of like you know finding that niche for yourself. Like, do you want that or do you want this or do you want maybe a little of both? Do you want to just try different things? Yeah, because so I was it. I was telling her the other time. It's like okay, van life, you know. Van life, you could do out in the mountains. Like, it's it's like you're roughing it in van life out in the mountains. Because van life is more the same for the city. For that person that goes and works at the factory, gets out into the parking lot where he parks his van, turns it on, and drives over to yeah. a goes neighborhood to or a Walmart parks. And then, you know, goes he to goes to sleep or goes to the gym to go to the restroom and shower and everything. And he just parks there because it looks like a working van, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, I can see van life there at home. But RV life, you can't beat RV life out here in the wild. Like, because you have everything you need to be comfortable. And your backyard is like all this, yeah, you know? Right. Like, this is definitely where the You don't need to, to go like, to the gym around. to go to the shower. You don't need to, you know, deal with like how you're going to cook your food or whatever. Like, our, yeah. our gym was the, the scramble across the rocks to the, the water hole <laughs> in, the, water. in the valley yesterday. I know, down the canyon to go yeah. get in the watering hole. And I mean, that's all we needed, you know? And if we wanted to. Like you guys did, get that water, bring it back, shower in your own shower room, and yeah. Yeah, you hit the water in the fire. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. boil water in the fire, fill your solar shower, shower yep. in your shower. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why that's why I enjoy RV life over van life out here because we've done van life out in the mountains, and it's like for like a two day, three day trip, it's it's fine, but. When you want to wake up and use your own toilet because you want to take your own sweet time and you don't have to worry about somebody trying to clean the toilet stalls next to you or you're like trying There's to go rolling up on you in, uh, in a you know like a small you know wooded area like, yeah you know, if you were shitting outside like <laughs> yeah like I I mean I personally take my time like I, I I don't think I can squat for that long out there in the in the woods you know and it's. You know, I, I enjoy having my toilet out here. Yeah, yeah for sure. A, a luxury that I'm Especially, willing to, to, yeah. to lug around, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I will empty the black water. Like, we can use that. It's, yeah. not, it's not a fancy type of life unless you have, like, a big ass. Yeah, unless you, you know, have a big RV. RV. But then at that point, it's but, like, I mean, at that you're point, still not coming in where we're at right now. Right. See, the yeah. way I see it is, like... They still need to empty their shit tanks. Like, that's all I'm going to say, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, we're still doing the same thing. So, like, either the small RV, an old RV, or a new one, you know? Like, well, yeah. everybody's got shit. Yeah. yeah, RVs, within RVs, because you have, like, the whole RV life, but within RV life, you have, like, the a lot different, of different things. Yeah, like, you have the A-classes that are 40 feet. They can't go everywhere. They have to be hooked up to something unless you have, like... The roof covered in solar panels and a bunch of lithium batteries underneath. And that, that takes money, you know? Like, oh, yeah. That takes <laughs> a lot. So that puts you in a different place to want to go stay. You're going to stay in places kind of where you're not going to... Yeah, you're go. not going to bring out to the dirt. You're not going to bring them out here in between the mesquite trees that are scratching your windows and stuff. like Scratching up all your swooshes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that's a different type of life. Then you have the people that 
do RV life, but with campers. And then, like, within campers, they have their own set of yeah, stuff. Like fifth wheels. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, slide out. the C-classes that are small, compact, and we can travel different places. We can get in between those trees. We can yeah. get in into those smaller places. Right. You know, we can't get all the way in, like, the SUVs or the vans. Because right. those van lifers can get in there pretty far. Yeah. Right. You so know, we but... Have, like, four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would be awesome. Would you guys like four-wheel drive on your guys' oh, RV? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, I would love And you that. have, like, those million dollars. I would dollars. feel much safer. Yeah, those <laughs> right? million dollar like, monster. Ex- extend the wheelbase slightly, raise it up, or put, like, some air shocks on it, get four-wheel drive and some gnarly oh, tires, man. and just, just crawl across. Like, we'd... You can just go down like the riverbed and be like, okay, like we're level. Like, <laughs> be fine. Crazy. Yeah, that that would be awesome. I would love that. Huh? But like what? uh the like the lessons and stuff yeah. that you guys have learned in like you guys have done van life, you guys are living R V life and you're doing it here, like you've gone down to Mexico and the States, would you go like would you do this over in like Europe or China? Like if you had the opportunity, like swoop up a camper on the cheap and then go pound around out there i i would love it um i think i would be worried about like the logistics of driving there the permits what i'm gonna have to have passport stamps getting the rig getting to know their rules of like what we can take from one country to another country in the rv when you're down there because from here yeah exactly so i'd be worried about all of that but I'd be so relaxed during that process because I, I'd i be at home, you know, I'd have my home. So, yeah, I would love to try to do all of Europe and Asia in, in a camper, you know. Do you like, talk to anybody, like, overseas that, or does anybody follow you guys that's been doing that? Honestly, in, like, like we have a lot of tour guys, people that want to hook it up. And they're like, just get over here and we'll hook it up, you know. But, yeah, we have a few followers that are actually doing, like, they just um, actually, like, ship their RV. Oh, like, put yeah. it in a container yeah. on a boat? And, yeah. Wow. And they're going to be doing that. They're going to be, like, Australia and then, like, Spain. Australia is yeah, crazy. Like, yeah. All over. There's some places where it's just, like, you're there's nobody. But, honestly, like, I feel like we're still trying to learn and survive. Just like living off an RV, like we're going on right. our on our one year coming soon, but you know it's like it's still been only one year. You know, like there's so much yeah. stuff to learn yet. You know, and well, within like our lives, mm-hmm. you get to learn how to live stationary. You know, at for say with full hookups, that's one way of living. You know, because you can be frugal with water and whatnot, and you have electricity as much as you need oh you can charge you can, everything yeah you can run everything your microwave day. and everything mm-hmm. yeah and then you have the ways of travel like the living of travel living like where you are traveling during the day charging everything with your rv parking at most likely like a walmart or a rest area or something truck like stop. that to or a truck stop to sleep and then moving on you know that's another way of living. And then, like, you have the boondocking way, like, coming out into the middle of nowhere with no cell service. And then just being out here with yourself. And living off right of whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, we are right now. You're just out in the mountains with no contact to anybody else. Just us and what we have here. And once we run out of our 
supplies, turn on the helms and just take off. No. You know, like. But our land ships in a different direction. But I think we've dragged it on long enough. Um, <laughs> I think you guys can get a, a gist of RV life through two similar couples from opposite sides of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. East meets west. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks like it works. Yeah, and we look forward to um, crossing paths, crossing again, paths again, keeping in contact, meeting other people that might be listening. So Call come say them. hi, Adventures of Kylie and Chris. Hi. And Hello. we're heading east right now, so I don't know when this is gonna be out there, but hit us up and see where we are, and maybe we can meet yeah, up. We'll go get some food and have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll stay in contact. Sorry, we haven't been podcasting a lot. Um, but I think you guys get the idea of what we've been doing lately, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been having adventures, doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fifty-five sec, minutes. Bye. <laughs> okay. I'm a. I'm a wait the last couple of seconds just so it's fifty-six and bye. That wasn't. <laughs>